Hello, my name is Ian Hink, and my review copy was provided by PlayStation. I am Brad Ellis, and my review copy was provided by PlayStation. I am Ben Moore, and my review copy was provided by PlayStation. I'm Michael Huber, and my review copy was provided by PlayStation. I'm Michael Damiani, and my review copy was provided by PlayStation. Final warning, spoiler mode is activated right now. Spoiler mode, spoiler mode, final warning, spoiler mode. Buckle up, everyone. We finally get to talk about Death Stranding without worrying about spoilers. He frees Lou at the end. Lou! Lou. That's the baby. He suddenly, inexplicably names it Lou halfway through the game, unexplained until later. (laughs) (laughs) But like when he does it, he just suddenly is like, "That's Lou." I'm like, "It is." Yep. Um, Oh man, the after credits stinger got me. Anyway, um, I just thought it'd be funny to spoil the very ending. But uh, yeah, we have not been, we have contractually not been allowed NDA'd until the twelfth. To not even talk about anything post chapter two or three, now we can. Review copy provided by PlayStation. Yeah, um, yeah uh, but anyway, uh, I, I think sometimes we should do this. Uh, we should say what spoiler mode kind of is before we begin. We're not going to worry about covering, we're not going to just summarize the entire story, we're not going to go through beat by beat in order. That's not what this is really about. This is just a discussion where we don't have to worry about spoiling this game. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. So it'll take whatever shape it wants, but that's the kind of premise of spoiler mode. I think some people think it's like, let's just summarize the whole story again. That's not what this is. This is just us talking about a game without worrying about spoiling it. Um, but yeah, that said, I thought this game was pretty all right. What, did, what, are you, what are your first initial thoughts now that you can talk about anything what, what, who, anything? I Dami was heavily confused. You were heavily confused? Heavily confused. I was not confused at all. That's yeah, I was confused. It was a little strange for so long in the game having people refer to these proper nouns and terms that, like, as matter of fact, and you were kind of like loosely knew what they were about, but didn't fully understand them until they were like revealed. It was kind of interesting to see how that played out. I was like, did, they, gonna- did they ever tell you what BT or Dooms stands for? I don't think they ever did. I don't think I don't know if Doom's actually supposed to stand for anything, but obviously BT is. I don't remember. Yeah. Do, do uh, you know Ben? <laughs> yeah, so I, I read the emails and the interviews and all that stuff, and that's where they go into a lot of the details. And I'm pretty sure there was a Beached Thing email, but I also went in to the game knowing that it stood for Beach Thing, so I don't know Beached if I'm thing? Yeah, BT stand <laughs> for Beach Thing. Beach Thing. That's so Beached funny. Thing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yep. So yeah, I don't know if I went into it with that knowledge or if it actually reveals it in an email or something. But I'm a little underwhelmed that it stands for thing. I mean, Beach that makes thing. total it sense. Makes, I mean, it totally Kojima makes game. sense. But yeah. Anyway, sorry, didn't mean to derail you, dummy. No, that was all. I just want to say it was like it felt a little bit like the beginning of. So I never read uh, Game of Thrones, and like when I started watching that show, so much was dropped on me lore-wise, like these locations and names. It felt like that, but I always expected, hey, this is going to be like the great payoff that I'm right. going to get to understand this stuff. And I liked how they never really hit your hit over the head with an explanation. They just kind of, through conversations, you started to just like 
it, you became educated about what this what the Death Stranding was. It's like they don't sit there and just tell you it. It's like it this is this event that happened and like oh that's great. What are you know even BTS not knowing what they really were like right. their proper name you knew what they were and I like that about that. I like that there was a little bit of you not always knowing how the world worked at first and just getting to dive into that world and just like explore it and being so, something that was completely alien to me. I love that feeling about mm. it. Well, and that's good like fantasy world building, right? Where it doesn't make sense for characters to just over explain things that they would already know to each other, you know? Yeah, man, that's that's interesting that you guys feel that way because I was actually hoping that Death Stranding would do that more or do it a little bit better. Uh, there were some things that felt humorously unexplained uh like yeah. the mules were given yeah. just very like a very were like what, <laughs> i really want to talk about or you're just ex- you're expected yeah. to just take it take right, it right. and accept it yeah. but then the, then there were other things that i thought the game really was beating you over the head with it in in ways that it didn't need to that mm. kind of took away from its point um like you you go to so many people and they have so many similar reactions to the chiral network where I felt like I was just being told the same thing about what you're doing in a different way. And I think in some sense that repetition is part of the game's message, but there were definitely conversations where that felt empty to me mm. uh, and not and not very purposeful. Well, and the, like you and I were talking about this where it's like Normally in a game like this, you become a legend over time, whereas in this, almost immediately, you're some kind of, like, delivery Christ figure to these people. Like, you're a legend at the beginning of the game. They're like, oh my god, the Sam Porter Bridges is here? I've heard about the legend himself. And it's like, you have? Yeah, so (laughs) it's actually an interesting parallel to Metal Gear Solid. So if you you play Metal Gear Solid 1... That's how they talk about Solid Snake. Yeah, they go, yeah, yeah. I can't believe I'm getting hit on by the famous Solid Snake, right? right. But that works because when it there's enough of them going into the history of Solid Snake where yeah. it's like, oh, Stanzibar, okay, he yeah. did this. This was a huge thing. There's a reason why people look up to mm-hmm. Solid Snake as a legend where Sam, it was never as convincing to the point where it almost felt insincere where it was like, I'm delivering packages and I'm being treated like this Christ figure and I realize that couriers have importance in this world yeah. that's so isolated. But the way that they talk about you felt a little artificial in a way that was hard to... I'm trying to remember, don't they just say like the beginning of the game when you're first starting, like he always gets the job kind of done thing? Mm-hmm. That's why he's like getting more famous than I... I feel like he got more famous though like once he was enrolled by yeah. Bridges to actually like, be the one to do this and go out and connect everybody. Because he's yeah. connecting Then people the started hearing about that, I guess. It, it pretty much happens right away mm-hmm. because I I, um, I played through the game and then I did the beginning again. And oh, okay. Like, even before you really get anywhere, he's still, like, they're, already they're, well they're known. treating okay. you pretty, pretty highly. I really wanted to bring up the mules really quickly. Let's yeah. talk about the so, mules. Because, which also maybe stands for something, because of my wild history with Kojima and Kojima doing crazy things like, hey, check the back of your CD case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if it was in a document or what, but something mentions or in a or in a cutscene just about how the mules deliver so many things that they get insane and they just can't stop delivering. Yeah, that's what they, they live for. Yeah, they become saying, addicted to yeah. Yeah, getting and receiving. So or, yeah. I thought if I did too many side quests or like too many deliveries 
that like I would turn into a mule and that would be like no. a twist <laughs> or something. That is where I my head that was. That's awesome. That is where my head was at. I love that. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe you just haven't yeah, done it. Yeah, keep going. Keep trying. You haven't done it yet. Because they like no. Yeah, they like say it's like, dude, you gotta you gotta not deliver too much. <laughs> you get too close to it. It's like oh. Uh, that's funny. The the mules <laughs> thing is so hilarious because I think like day one or two into playing this, I think I messaged Ben and I was yeah. like, I was like, I can suspend my disbelief, but like people who are addicted to packages <laughs> is maybe a little too far fetched for me. But then like I realized a couple of days later when I was like having things delivered on Amazon Prime and it like was like a couple hours late, I was like, what the hell? And I was right. like, oh my god, yeah, it's true, mule, it's real. Right, I'm a mule. They, and they in the game they talk about. People's get jobs getting replaced. They talked about automation yeah. basically, and uh, how how people responded to that and basically fought to get their jobs back. And it's it's a really interesting and contemporary thing yeah. that we're we're currently living through. But it's it's one of those things that I think Death Stranding kind of like touches on without ever really committing to it or 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 going in in a satisfying way. And I imagine it's hard. With as many things that Death Stranding wants to talk about, obviously you have to choose a focus. But what they were doing with mules and what it felt like they were trying to say didn't quite get fully developed. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of really funny kind of things like that in this game. Like I was thinking, I'm not like a philosophy major or anything, but I was thinking about uh, what is it called? Moral objectivism, the Ayn Rand philosophy. That's like pretty deeply flawed if you look at it. But then I was like. This game sort of exemplifies it in a weird way where it's like, I'm building this road because I want this road to be here, but it also is benefiting everyone else. And I'm like, I know that's probably not the exact message he was going for. I think he's really going for more of a communist kind of like, or like everyone's lifting each other up kind of a message. I did have the feeling of like, hey, other people, like we need these roads where I was like kind of relying on Mm -hmm. them. I couldn't, without being able to like fully communicate in my mind, I did have that thought of like, "Hey, everyone, come on! Like, let's let's come together and let's build these roads." Well, like, that was a cool was, thought to have. Mine. There must have been some kind of a glitch in my game because I built three sections completely alone, and no one was contributing anything <laughs> mm-hmm. to them. And then I restarted my game, and then the entire road was finished. Well, and I was like, "Oh, okay." It just like wasn't updating. Yeah, didn't um, maybe. So yeah, I don't know. But I, it felt great when I was like, "Shit, the whole road's here." Yeah. <laughs> I talked about it in, in the review, uh, and the the phrase that I used was it felt like sometimes people were guardian angels and I mm. think that that sensation is very accurate because I I man I was just so incredibly appreciative of people that I had never met mm-hmm. yeah. time and time again throughout the game like if somebody placed a crucial zip line which those the zip lines were so good yeah. and then I, this huge road and I'm just riding on it I'm like this is going so smooth because of of the like what other people did or even something as simple as a ladder and I was like Holy shit, I, I, I feel like I am interacting with people more deeply yeah. in a video game mm-hmm. than I have in like forever, where it's like it's so easy in so many games to be like, okay, you guys are just here to help me complete my dailies. Yeah. In, yeah, in yeah, a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's being overly reductive. But uh and obviously you the more you put in, the more you get out, but I, I it just felt very natural in Death Stranding mm-hmm. in a way that like I, I cannot it, get over. It felt the roads specifically because they are the most concrete haha, uh, example of like a big community project of like trying to get from one whole side of this whole middle area to the other side. The zip lines I love, and there was a there was another player whose name was like Posh Alligator or something. Who, <laughs> I know Posh Alligator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like 
they and I, m- our minds worked in similar ways because mm. I was like, I was completing their zipline runs yeah. h- like half the time. And that's where it get the, the tech behind this game gets really interesting because I really don't understand. And I hinted at this on Frame Trap, but I didn't want to say ziplines. But yeah. I was like, there were so many times where I was completing someone else's partially begun zipline track, but I'm like, certainly in their game, they had someone else's zipline or put a zipline here also, and like they already had a complete run, but I'm in my game finishing out the run, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I wonder how the game chooses, because it doesn't seem like the game ever gives you just a full zipline from like coast to coast. Because at the end of the game, I had already yeah. built the ziplines out, so like when you have to go back from the entire east coast or west coast to the east coast at the end of the game, I ziplined through almost all of the game oh, wow. because I had <laughs> because I had taken the time to like because yeah. I was like like through Hartman's lab area, I'm like fuck this, I don't yeah. want to go through this again. I'm ziplining the hell out of this now because I know if I have area. to if yeah. I have to come back. So I was able to zipline from the east coast or west coast all the way through snow all the way back to I think like. The mountain, not mountain, not even the the distribution center east of mountain, not, mm-hmm. um, and then I had to take a car because the it broke down a little bit. But yeah. yeah, it was it was interesting because like I, again, like yeah, I don't know the the full understanding of the tech behind it, but it like it was interesting how it's still even to that it was an unlimited. There was still a currency behind yeah. it, like the bandwidth. And in the first opening area, that's where I felt in the post pre-ending like yeah, chapter 15 yeah. basically yeah, yeah, yeah. the weird the cool way they explain a lore way for having a post-game content when you're two two weeks two before weeks before you... the end of the end of the game which is, interesting. is smart it may, and the yeah, ending was i appreciate really it. nice i like i appreciate yeah, it but i spent the most time in there building the zip lines out because you couldn't build roads in that area and i'm like i'm going to do this because one i was hoping that my efforts would pay off in other people's games yeah but at the same time like i was also every time you just like i would demolish someone else's thing to make bandwidth <laughs> it said it will only affect your game so like you can't demolish other players' stuff and it disappears from other games, right. other people's games. So I was like, huh, it's interesting how they're handling this. But it, would, it was really interesting and fun to come across someone who had already built a portion of it. But it's like, eh, I don't like the line of sight of this. Like you can actually hit yeah. more of these. Mm-hmm. I must have spent like five hours like trying to build <laughs> like the optimal zip line path to like every single distribution center or just like base like from coast or end to end of that first yeah. zone and stuff but I haven't touched it in like two weeks so I'm curious because it degrades and you gotta keep it up out, I'm yeah. curious if it's still there and stuff well and yeah, like, with, like a, with a late game thing like the zip line certainly you don't like if I'm jumping into the game right now and like there are people who've been playing it for a few days or a month in our case um, I don't want to see a zip line until I know they're in the game right so I wonder if the game doesn't load other people's ziplines. Yeah, I don't think it shows it until, until you unlock, unlock it. it. Yeah, yeah, it must. I would hope. Yeah, yeah. and then that like, would, like defeat. A but lot in of the, the game. right, and then in the middle zone, like with the roads, they must. I mean, I know you don't get other people's stuff until you activate the chiral network. But if you activate the chiral, ne- chiral network, does it then start your roads? being able from that point to be upgraded or if the road's already built I wonder if it just shows up suddenly and you just have a road I mean I think that that speaks to one of Death Stranding's strengths is is how it presents its mechanics over time and I actually think that it, the, the game really deserves a lot of credit for this because the way that I thought about deliveries 
just sort of subtly changed without the game getting in my face and being like, okay, now we're going to explain. Like, it wasn't yeah, yeah. so heavy-handed about it where I got to a point where I was like, oh, I'm just, like, delivering better because I've learned through experience. And very slowly, like, you've given me new tools at, like, a very good clip. And the environment has gotten a little bit harsher. And so it felt like a very organic process of learning. And what you're speaking to with things being revealed in the world, like encountering rows and generators and zip lines, all of that stuff felt very natural. It wasn't yeah. just like this moment where I felt like the entire game was dumped on me. Mm. It was a very nice, slow and revealing process. And I think the way that they present your interactions is also really good. Like there would be moments where I'd be in the middle of nowhere completely by myself and you just see that little scrawl like... Somebody likes your thing. Wow, somebody, yeah. somebody went across your thing. Somebody and you're just used like, oh, your road. Yeah, I used your cool. rope so many times, man. I was like, that feels that feels good. Yeah, uh, but it's not like so distracting. Apparently, one of my fun. ladders is in six different reviews. Someone told oh, me on nice. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Good <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, yeah. Going off that, like, I just loved how knowing that there was a community aspect out there to the multiplayer changed just the way I played over yeah. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I stopped bringing out ladders. I stopped bringing certain things because I relied on the goodwill of other people that I just gonna if I can't find a path forward very easily let me just look around the corner here someone probably dropped something around here and yeah. that was like that was this and like this carrot the dangling carrot for me was just like keep exploring around here because someone probably found a better crit path than I and I love that seeing what there would be like someone who put like a rope down mm-hmm. but then someone put a ladder here it's like someone tried to t- I like seeing the different ways people were tackling the different obstacles yeah. and like the flip side of that too, like I would always bring like three zip lines everywhere because I'm like I'm gonna build zip lines for zipping, people. Yeah. I'm gonna zip line the hell out of this thing. Like there was one part, uh, right after you meet Mama, where there was a, a mission for her where you had to go down and get some stuff by that big thick river, mm-hmm. uh, wide river, <laughs> big thick river, uh, and it's super deep. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna. This is a pain in the ass. So I'm gonna like make sure I build oh, yeah. a zip line across this big river for people, yeah. you know? And that just felt really fun yeah, and good. Cool. That yeah. that river, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. I yeah. feel like that was one of my biggest challenges in the game is figuring right out Right by that waterfall. Yeah. Yeah. Wa- yeah, I was yeah. like, I think this is parts for this. Bummed that you couldn't, that there was just an invisible wall next to the waterfall. Like, I climbed all the way up there. I'm like, there's going to be some funny thing behind this waterfall. Like, hmm. the cave is going to be sweet. Yeah, you, you mentioned that, Ian, and I tried that, too. Yeah. I was like, ah, okay. <laughs> I was a little bummed about that, but... It's funny how the game sort of naturally works out where I feel like there'd be times where it's like, oh man, my, you know, I've been in this, this rain for so long and my packages are degrading and like at just the right moment, I yeah. would find one of those time fall structures <sighs> and it would repair my things. And it, it, that, that kind of sensation of being saved at just the right moment mm-hmm. felt perfect. Like there wasn't too much stuff uh, when we were playing, but there was enough that it, it felt meaningful to engage with and you, you like were thankful for I actually it. wonder I wonder I do kind of want to pop back in just to see if the density of other people's stuff is higher or mm-hmm. if the game caps it at a it's certain amount it's like servers with like 32 people or 64 people yeah because I mean I feel like when we were playing it it was the exact perfect amount of other mm-hmm. people's stuff mm-hmm. you know and I hope that it's about the same even it's, though the game is live now it's probably like a small number because I never saw anything from Damiani or mm-hmm. Brad or anyone else. I saw uh, I saw you and you. I, I got saw, to a yeah, bunch I saw, putting a lot of stuff, stuff down because everyone yeah. already built everything, and I was like, got well, it. I was just mostly just doing road stuff at a point. Okay. Love roads. Yeah, uh, it feels so good. I took your bike. 
You left yeah. the bike somewhere. I had to leave a bike a couple of times. Yeah. I was bummed about it. The, the first time I had to leave a bike, it was, a, it was a really interesting moment. I never left one behind, dude. I rode until Yo. they blew up. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Every time. Like, I felt like I found new and innovative ways yeah. to like, cross terrain. It was like, like Skyrim like, all over again. It was like, yeah. super rocks. I yeah. don't, we are going over well, the challenge cause, accepted. Because the game does. The game tells you. Yes, yeah. the game yes. does <laughs> issue a challenge to you, and it's like. Some of these areas, you're going to need some skill. And it's yeah. like, all right, yeah. game. Advanced, <laughs> advanced techniques. Yeah. Um, well, but the other thing that's interesting about this game is, because at first, the distribution centers have a, a myriad of, uh, you know, like they have myriad materials for you to use to build all these these things. And I figured, okay, so super late game, like there are going to be places that have nothing. And that is sort of to an extent true, but I never felt myself... I, I didn't need to do the thing I was afraid I'd have to do, where I'd have to go out and collect a bunch of metals and bring them to a distribution center. Well, like, collecting a bunch tedious. of metal, it, like the weight that it adds to mm-hmm. it, yeah. definitely making a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, Nothing were, like a ten foot tall. Yeah, just so much packaging. I have the to best. ask this then. <laughs> just, I, ne- I, ne- yeah. I never used this once. Those floating transports oh, that they kept telling the you to dude? use. They're so good. Yeah, they're, they're so, they're so I, good. People are like, I only just, used it like the one time. Oh, like, I got like this heavy yeah. shit for these large deliveries. I just because of like. Especially in the first area, because of the zipline stuff I built and trucks and stuff, I, just I was just like it, yeah. loading everything and using vehicles so mm. much throughout the game. I just strategically placed them as best I could without going out of range, because the whole thing about stuff vanishes if you go too far away yeah, from yeah. it, which was interesting. Uh, I'll say that about it. But at the same time, I never felt the need to have. I was waiting for this like point in the game, like you absolutely have to use these once transport I got, things. I never felt the need. To. Once I got like the power boot Blades, or the power yeah. loading, I got like yeah. the, I got level yeah. three of Locked that. In forever. Oh gosh, and we, yes. that was it. That was, it. Dude, so good. That was the, the engineer was the yeah. first one I maxed out. Kind of accidentally by just picking up stuff. I got five stars with him mm-hmm. immediately and had the power armor three, and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. I think I used all the. Exoskeleton, the run pretty, one, pretty, dude, pretty, is so cool. Bro. I didn't use the speed <laughs> the one. Much, snow yeah. one. The, the snow, snow one. Yeah. 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 The all-terrain yeah. one is yeah. necessary. That's, that's something that uh, I think is to Death Stranding's benefit is you can deliver it however you want. Right. Really, like you're not you're not really pigeonholed into mm-hmm. a certain way, and so it. Whether you are or not, it doesn't really matter because it sort of feels like you're kind of finding your own style and your own rhythm, and I think that's kind of yeah. bubbling to the surface throughout this conversation. I think the flip side of that and where where it didn't it wasn't as strong is when it came to combat. Yeah. Where like yeah. with traversal and stuff, I felt like, oh, okay, I've encountered this problem or I want to prepare to something. I felt like I was thinking about it a little bit more mm-hmm. carefully. And I felt like the enemy the way that the way that you fight enemies and then what enemies actually do mm-hmm. wasn't interesting enough to kind of get the gears turning in the same uh, yeah, way. not enough changes over time yeah. in the gameplay, I think. And like you were saying, though, those traversal challenges still made me think all the time. Yeah. You know, that's a really good point. But I think because not enough changed in the gameplay, halfway through the game, I started to feel fatigued, and that directly affected my engagement with the story. Mm. And then I started kind of like, all right, like, let's... Let's get it going here because the game itself was repetitive and not 
pushing back or not changing enough. Yeah. So that kind of hurt the flow of the story overall for me. Well, and, and sort of to your both of your points about the traversal and, and the flow of the game, I couldn't, I couldn't say with a specific example in Frame Trap because I didn't want to spoil it, but the perfect example of what I was trying to say in that, how the progression felt more like a sine wave than a hill, mm-hmm. where it's like the first part of the game, it's really hard to move a, a higher amount of weight. Then you get the power skeleton, mm-hmm. and your your weight limit goes up, so you're like, oh, I can, I'm breezy as hell. I can go wherever I want. Right. And then uh, they introduce you know, the snow, and then you slow back down again, and your traversal gets really sh- slow. And then you get the all-terrain skeleton, which lets you then walk over the snow again. So it feels like it's a weird like stutter step progression, kind of, where it's the same sort of challenge kind of three times. Yeah, you times. get to a point where it's tough and they help you out a little bit, then you get to yeah. a new point again, it's tough. Which is weird again. because they don't, it feels like the same challenge, not not really being changed in a weird way. Because it's like weight limits and hills used to be a problem, then they weren't. And now it's just weight limits and hills because of snow are a problem, but it feels kind of the same. Right. And, uh, and the combat, yeah, is just like it doesn't change. You can... Using the strand is really good, but otherwise you can just straight punch yeah. entire camps yeah, of dudes. Oh yeah, which, which I've done several times. Even though even the lethal guys, you just run up to them and go, pff, pff, and then you're fine. And it's like, I know that the the point of the game is not combat for sure, yeah, but it so. is. <laughs> I, I it super fair, but it is a lot of the game. Mm-hmm. Not you know. Relatively, there's yeah, a 10, fair, 20%, there's yeah. a good amount of combat encounters in in this game, right? And uh, it wasn't like bad; it was just so easy. Yeah. <laughs> and not, not the easiness. I, I was thinking about it a lot since our frame drop discussion, and like, yeah, it was easy, but the easiness didn't because I was thinking about like Assassin's Creed and why like it's o- kind of okay there, and it's just like. I don't know, maybe because you're just you keep getting stronger gear in that, so it like serves a purpose. Whereas this combat just like never really changed. I mean, you got never, stronger gear. In you get training just in a different way. You do get the gun and the rope, and you get like normal guns, but after no you lethal ones. But after you get the the blood gun and the rope, like that's all you need for the rest. And of the, the, bol- the bola mean, gun, you, you are the god. Rope. Yeah, like yeah. that's it. So I think just because it didn't change enough is why I ended up having a a bigger problem with it. The the sensation that I get with the combat because you you get cool things. You get things like the bola gun is fun to it, use. The bola gun is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get that gun where you can like shoot it out and like pull packages. Oh, yeah, I never from, used that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I so forgot about it's that. It's like, yeah. oh, there's there's some pretty creative and like fun to use things here, but it feels like an afterthought. Like it feels like this entire game was built to be this game that that cultivates a certain feeling that ties into the themes of the story. Like there's 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 a way that like the core of the game, the traversal and the deliveries and the packages and the whole system, everything seems built around it, and it also happens to have combat. Yeah, and it's just like, yeah, I I I get it, and I yeah. think I I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to there's like this disruptive element that mm-hmm. we were talking about to kind of mm-hmm. combat the the thing, but it wasn't uh-huh. it didn't work. It almost felt like a separate thing. I had such a cool. Like, there were, like, two or three times that did give me that Souls feeling when, like, mm. some freako lizard squid comes out of the ground and all of a sudden it's some huge high-stakes battlefield. I had these threatening feelings, but then after, like, that happens a couple times and it just kind of, like, flops around. Yeah. Well, and that's and the funny like, thing right. with combat in this game. Yeah. And on the one hand, I'm, I was never, like, angry at the game for having simplistic combat because... 
because it was so simplistic, I didn't want it to be harder because it would have just gotten annoying to have to, like, try again. Like, I don't think I ever died because of combat or a BT. And, like, if I had, I probably would have been like, ugh, mm-hmm. I have to do this again. The, the BTs were actually way more frustrating to me than the mules because there, there were several points through the whole game where it would, be, it would be like, as you described, mm-hmm. you, were, you were kind of talking about those moments where it kind, it kind of worked for you. Yeah. I had those with BTs where I'd be like, oh, shit, because I didn't see them. And then it'd just be like the handprints behind yeah. you. Yeah. My, my heart, would, I would yes. go like, oh. And then that would just quickly dissipate yeah. because you'd be like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to hold my breath. Like, it became a little formulaic, but the way that it was presented was effective. It yeah. just needed a yeah. little bit more to like a different it. version of yeah. that BT encounter, I guess, right. of crawling through them. Like, yeah. the, it, its its heart was in the right place yeah. with it. And it sure. stylistically was very... And, like, there was one toward the end of the game before you fight the giant whale that you're forced to fight, mm-hmm. which I thought was a little strange. Cool traversal but puzzle. The, I really liked that. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. That was but fun. the one right behind, right before that, or at least I got hit with it, was it was like three or four of those dog ones at a time. Mm. And, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. and at first I was like, whoa, shit, there's more of them, you know? And then I was like, all right, I'm just going to run? Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. I, so I just, That's what they I just, want you to do. I think do. they want yeah, you yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. They just like come up and kind of just like They didn't around. attack. That was yeah, what I was going like, to say. They, they don't attack you, yeah. really. Yeah. And and when they do, you just turn around and go, grenade. And then mm-hmm. they're like, uh. Which is like, again, I wasn't mad at it. Because it, you know, like if it had been hard, it would have been annoying. Uh, but this, this is not relevant. But we're talking about gameplay mechanics. And I just feel like I haven't been able to fully get this off my chest. Mm-hmm. The fist fight with Higgs. Oh my god! Oh gosh! Yeah, that was. <laughs> I just need to say that, that that's just a thing that the... happened in that game. That felt so Higgs. 2004, yeah. dude. Yeah. I was like, like, like yeah. yeah. there was a low point. Yeah. There was a low point. I was, <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, is this really it? Okay. Well, but no. I think, like, I think he was playing it for the lols, right? Because like the know. Street Fighter, like, like fucking health bars come uh, up. You know, it's just that like was just MGS4. Yeah, yeah. I was like, please don't do this. This is. I don't know. This is a throwback. You know what? I, I felt like the – I do agree with the combat being a little too simplistic and didn't evolve enough. Um, like Especially like the mule stuff. I was like expecting that. I was like, oh, this is where we're going to get more creative. Like yeah. you have to come up with more inventive ways to infiltrate, yeah. to yeah. get stuff. Yeah. Yes. And it does – like as you said, you don't need to do any of that. You literally just walk up Assassin's yeah. Creed style. You could be, if you and, wanted yeah, to, but like what's, but the, what's yeah. the benefit of doing that? To. And yeah. the only thing I could see, the only interpretation I can get of like maybe why they went this super – I feel like it was a really safe – route to go was because so much of the other game was like new unique and so many systems behind how you just deliver packages and all that that I didn't I think they didn't want you to fail a lot in combat and just add this extra layer of frustration like wow it sucks having to go across all these like areas yeah. and deliver stuff it takes so long and then I gotta fight these really hard battles on top of that that's too much Kojima I I, mm. I I mean, at this point, I would have liked more of that, but I think they erred on the side of caution where let's point, not yeah. push the player. This is a different type of experience for them. Let's not frust- overwhelm them and well, frustrate and, them to the point they quit. And I think, I mentioned this on, on Frame Trap a little bit, but I think also, I think, and maybe this is incorrect, but it seems to me that it might have been a budgetary and time for development thing, or they just set their target and hit it, and that was fine, but like, the game feels kind of, I don't know, modular maybe, where it's like you put a mule encounter here and like they just use mule encounter, lethal, non-lethal version for the whole game because like 
they were just doing a game where it's like, we have these puzzle pieces and we're just going to put them in this order because that's the scope of development that we can do. And I think, and this can maybe serve as a Sam Porter bridge into story, but like chapter seven, I think is the first one and there are three of them. The the combat scenarios with yeah. Cliff, which are all basically identical, just in different mm-hmm. war settings, which I think were pretty underwhelming. That, Dude, the, a Vietnam um, game from Kojima, like would be crazy. Snake Eater so, vibes yeah. would be, be crazy. very incredible. Here, like Apocalypse the, Now. The, the Cliff stuff is probably my biggest complaint with the whole game. Because especially as it is unfolding, like you get sucked up into that tornado, suddenly it's World War One. Mm-hmm. I'm just like... I. The way that it's presented yeah. in those early moments, it was kind of like, oh shit, oh I can't God. play it. And it, yeah. looks, yeah. it looks so amazing. And then you play it. Right. And it's just like, it just shatters right in front of you. It's... And you're like, okay, that was weird, but that's done. And then they keep doing it. Yeah. And it doesn't get any better. And it's just... Yeah, it doesn't change. The it doesn't change. Like, yeah. The environment changes. And, and what's frustrating, and we can, we can talk about Cliff as a character, and something that I want to get into with the story... Mads does a great job. Yeah. yeah. Especially at the end. Yes. Presence. Uh, yes. yes. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about the use of the big name actors and how effective I think they are. And, and some of like my favorite in-game storytelling moments. Not I don't there's a lot I don't like about the story, but there are moments that worked so incredibly well. Die Hardman is somebody I really want yeah. to talk about. Oh my about. god. Shocking. And uh just talking about this game and thinking about it, I, I feel like things are getting a little bit too binary with Death Stranding, where it's like oh my God, you think it's amazing and it's genius and it's so subversive or you absolutely hate it and think anybody that likes it is being disingenuous. And it's like, I don't feel either of those things. Like, it's... It's hard for people to believe it's an eight. Yeah, I really (laughs) liked it. But it's it's like I could I could probably spend an hour talking about the things I don't like. I could spend another hour talking about the things I like. And I'm just like, well, welcome to spoiler mode. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And it, in. it almost <laughs> reminds me in a way of how I ended up feeling about Breath of the Wild over time, and the kind of the the journey that I went on with Breath of the Wild, where I was playing it and it was, it was like perfect in every way. Got, got you, yeah. Yeah. So when I was playing it, I I felt <laughs> that way, like it was just kind of magical and enchanting. Yeah. But then you know. You think about it and you push back on it a little bit more and you're like, yeah, those dungeons were pretty bad mm-hmm. and the story was kind of weird. And so you like you come up with all these things and then more time passes and you're like, all of that is true, but I took something away from right. it. And I think that's that's kind of the frustrating thing about Death Stranding is there is so much valid criticism to throw right into the face of this game, mm-hmm. but I can't. I'm so glad that I played it. Like yeah. I'm so glad that it exists. And I respect I respect this game deeply for being something weird and different. Right. You know, and like when you aim for something weird and different, yeah, there are going to be successes and failures. When right? one of your main themes is bonds, yeah, you I, have I my respect. You, so many times I can never say it specifically <laughs> until right now, but I thought of you like. Because in the last, like, four chapters yeah. of the game, the characters all just say yeah. Bonds outright, like, yeah, eight yeah. times. Yeah. And I'm like, Huber! Yes. You know that's so awesome. You know how I mentioned the Higgs fistfight and how I just, like, <laughs> needed to say that that's a thing that exists in the game? We need to fucking talk about the Mario and Princess Peach line. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The hell? I was losing my mind when listening to When she said Princess like, Peach? Is this a joke? Yeah, I was like, well, I mean, it is, doing? but, yeah. But, like... Kind of not. Yeah, it's so bizarre. But also, like, that's kind of 
part of the Kojima thing that's that's still around. That's just his just weird sense of humor. Like, like, um, ah, uh, God, uh, the guy Nicholas Wending Refn played Hartman. Hartman, yeah. oh, Hartman, like literally just turning to the camera and going, so yeah. and he takes twenty lights. away yeah. and then gives you twenty back. It's the just way like, that that quirk and bit fit in. It felt natural yeah. and kind of like flippant. When they do the Mario and Princess Peach line, it's like the whole game comes to a screeching halt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it feels so removed, yeah. out of place. Yeah. For- well, do re- do remember though that early in the game, <laughs> I, like it didn't really bug me that much because really? it seemed like something that would be in their world. Like Mario is a thing that existed in their world, and there's a good chance Sam knows what Mario Brothers is. Like, yeah, it's like weird to us because it's a fucking video game thing, and it's like kind of jarring but I feel like if they made a movie reference or something like that people wouldn't be as crazy about it yeah I feel like there yeah. are movie references the, I mean the, there the are thing, yeah. but the yeah. thing is the way that the way I I get what you're saying but I think the way that they contextualize it is what matters so when you see like the wall of blu-rays in Hartman's wall yeah. it's con- it's contextualized in the sense that it's like hey this is who I am this I I'm, I need entertainment this is my whole life yeah. I'm going to talk to you about these movies because they fit within this very rigid time frame it all like makes sense yeah. this is just like it, and the thing is it's not like you're just having like a chill conversation with Amelie <laughs> mm-hmm. and you're like oh we're going to get nostalgic here we're going to talk about something that's my yeah. life it is a critical <laughs> story mm-hmm. moment it's where like it's yeah the out. most emotional yes, part like, so it, that's why that it's so ridiculous I think it didn't bug me as much because I don't feel like you need a, a huge buildup for like every single line thrown out there like that. Like to me, it was just something like fun and dumb and something they said. It wasn't like a huge thing where I was like, "What the fuck? Why are they saying this kind of moment?" <laughs> but they, the, it, it wasn't said. I, like we don't. It's just a dumb lie. We don't have to get too hung. No, on of it. course. But yeah. that's that's something that I bring up in the review is is the presentation of yeah. how things happen. Where I I wish Brad like what you're describing the kind of naturalness or or like ease of world building came a little bit better because I feel like there is kind of too much gravitas with everything yeah. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. the time. Yeah. Every character that every character not every character, but most of the characters that you're talking with, everything is just so melodramatic all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. And it that's that's good because the situation that they're in, right? Like you think about like yeah. Mad Max Fury Road, I think is a good parallel here. Where they're in a shit world, right? Yeah, and not so, a happy situation. Yeah, <laughs> things are really serious. But those characters, like, aren't always, like, talking like they're in some sort of, like, right. Shakespearean mm-hmm. play. There's a naturalness to them, and there's downtime to kind of get to know them. And you don't really get that as effectively in Death Stranding, and that's why some of my favorite moments are the emails, mm. where you're just like, oh, hey, yeah. man, I'm following in your footsteps, yep. or... Uh, this is what's going on in the world, or here's what the day-to-day life is like. And all that stuff is great. I just wish it was presented in the game mm. in a more effective way. Did you, see the, more... did you see the Keeley emails? Oh, yeah. I did not see the Keeley emails. When yeah. he's, he's like, like collecting Yeah, stuff. collecting things. Yeah. yeah. And he explains yeah. that he explains that Kojima invented a kind of game that yeah. changed humans from <laughs> Satan's yeah. to Ludens. Yeah. And I, the, the, the Conan <laughs> O'Brien stuff was very, very That's funny. That's what I've been wanting to ask you forever. Did you find the musician? N- no. First okay. Area. Yes. Har- you get a harmonica, wall, Ian. Oh, what? Yeah, I up knew you'd be so mad if you missed this. Where? Yeah. So you know, past first distribution, the big That's distribution. That's what I was yeah. trying to the say. Along so the river, long. there's a waterfall. There's a path along yeah. it, and there's a little like base. I right guess there. I'll and play you have to go down, stranding again. Yeah. You have to go life. down into the ocean, like right there, the big lake, because his you. 
musician stuff like drops mm-hmm. there you have to grab it bring it back up okay yeah because you, you need to bring him lines now to get okay there, yeah, yeah. sure oh man um, i gotta pop back in but back to what you were saying then the begin that like i i look at the story in two ways there's like the really heady philosophical stuff that like just f- kind of flies right by, by me that i'm like trying to Hot comprehend and yeah. yeah and then there's Body the beginning soul. stuff, which is my favorite stuff, the really grounded world building stuff like corpse disposal, yeah. which is like my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah, thing yeah. in the game. Love the corpse disposal stuff. <laughs> it's hard because you can't bring anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like carrying the bodies. I love that stuff. But like the beginning in the cave when the yes. BT paws are going yeah. by you and then that kind of leads you to the first area into kind of corpse disposal, like all of that slow grounded world building stuff in the beginning I loved so much, but then everything gets really philosophical and really melodramatic and really. Well, I think, I think that this ties in kind of what you were saying, Ben is like the, the method of delivering these characters and the story kind of coincides directly to which storylines I think were successful and which ones I think were were flawed. Right. And like the Amelie, Bridget, um, kind of Dead Man stuff, the Hartman stuff, all that stuff didn't land quite as hard for me in comparison to, say, Fragile or um, kind of Cliff and in, 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 in Die Hardman in another way. But like the main storyline, I think, kind of failed a little bit. Not failed, but like... Didn't hit as hard as like mm. the fragile. I was way more invested stuff. in each character. Right. Like I cared way more yeah. about the baby and Sam and fragile mm-hmm. because they're the ones I've gone along with. Whereas the other story people like Amelie and stuff, they just felt like little nodes. Yeah, they weren't out like in right. the world with you. And like, but you only got much. you only got them in chunks, and they were t- mm-hmm. they told you about the stuff. Yeah, and like so the whole ending part where they give you the credits for the first of seven times when you're sitting on that <laughs> beach with Amelie and stuff didn't really resonate super hard for me because Amelie, I'm just like, I don't know you. I don't care about you. Especially to trigger more of that, Ian, you just kind of have to like run around the beach to like trigger really cumbersome, really cumbersome moment presentation of that. Also like giving you the gun and like, it felt like, Oh, a choice. Like this is interesting. And like trying to shoot her and then trying to shoot yourself. Uh, It was just kind of weird because there are a few moments in the game where the narrative and the gameplay don't, cohere in the right way where it's like everything else you feel like you have this agency but then there are moments where it's like because you know when when uh uh dead man says at the end when it's like you know if you burn your cuffs you'll be off the network and they won't know what you do so i was like trying to like <laughs> go somewhere else with bb and be yeah. like okay how do i let bb out is this a Free choice yeah i'm like all i want to do is let bb out of this <laughs> thing and i was like terrified but eventually i was like okay the game is just telling me I have to put BB in this incinerator and Mm -hmm. then Sam makes that choice so I'm like good I get the ending I wanted but it's weird that I didn't have a way to do it you feel like you should have had one right I feel like I should have gotten to choose I I feel like uh, which Sam wouldn't choose to burn the baby ever but Death Stranding has some of my favorite Kojima storytelling aspects and some of my least favorite Kojima storytelling aspects (laughs) and I want to talk about Metal Gear Solid 4 and 5 sure um, because (laughs) those two games specifically sort of suffer this burden where they're like, we have made this mess and it's going to take so much time to untangle it that that's what we devote a lot of screen time to is Mm. like having this all make sense, putting all the people in place. And I think (laughs) part of what we're we're criticizing with the story is Death Stranding kind of does the same thing Mm -hmm. where it, it, it kind of 
builds up all of this stuff and it has to unravel it. And so that's why I don't think maybe you feel as connected to Amelie as you would like. Right. And then there are other characters where you don't feel as connected to them as you would like. And that's why I think a character, that's why I think Fragile is probably the strongest character in the game for me is because she does have a very personal and dramatic story, but it's also very focused. It's like this thing happened to her this is what she wants, and this is how her attitude is changing to it over time. Mm -hmm. And she also feels like she's kind of with you throughout the whole thing. Yeah, and I I think that really matters a lot, whereas, like, Hartman is, like, stuck in the back of the game, and then you go and you do it, and it's a cool sequence. It's a a cool little thing that happens, and then he's just kind of... She shot out of my mind again. Like I wasn't thinking about him too hard, and I, I there are other characters that kind of like came and went like that for me. Well, and Fragile's the only other character besides Higgs, kind of, but whatever Higgs, but like Higgs. who's like actually out in the world doing stuff. Everyone yeah. else is just little hub people. Mm-hmm. Did you go to Higgs's hideout yes. and read his stuff? I haven't read his journals, but okay. I went to his like freaky little bunker. So again, kind of talking about the emails, the stuff in the journals with Higgs that I'm like, I wish. I could have gotten this. Like, I have a much better understanding of what your motivation is, and I wish I just wasn't reading about it as text on screen. And after it's all done. Like, yeah. you can't... I don't think you could get that before hmm. you kill him or what, or she or lets him go or whatever. And I, I also want to talk about codec conversations mm. because uh, I love codec conversations in Metal Gear games, as many people do. They're not all great, and they there's definitely criticisms to throw at Metal Gear codec conversations, but... Uh, like specifically Metal Gear Solid One, there would be times where it feels it felt like something like crazy would happen, and you just get on the codec, and Ooh. it felt like Snake was processing it, or yeah. he was just having like some sort of emotional support, and it was a very like humanizing thing. And they have codec calls in this game, and it's pretty much just like giving you an objective. Yeah. And, I, and I think what I'm trying to three say... Three times. They always give you the same objective three times. Is I, I needed just a little bit more of those humanizing moments yeah. uh, for Sam. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how those would be presented, but... They do... It's interesting because I feel like Norman Reedus does a great job in this. And yeah. like his performance and voice yeah. were really good. I and agree. like the end stuff... It's weird because I was talking to Damiani when I was 30 hours into this game. <laughs> and I was like... How close to the end am I? Like, don't tell me how far, like, in literal terms, but just, like, you know, ballpark. And and he was like, well, I think you're about where the story picks up, which turned out to be true. Like, I was right before, like, the last third of the game, which is basically when, like, I'd say, I don't know, 60% of the story mm-hmm. <laughs> takes place. And I think that a lot of those little scenes with Norman Reedus, he does a really great job, especially with relation to the baby. Um and, like, you hear a little smattering of his backstory with a wife and stuff. I actually um, really liked the way him naming Lou was handled. Yeah. And uh, I agree. I think I think his... I think the ending is... It worked for me in a lot of ways. And I think it was because of Norman Reedus, but also that Die Hardman speech is, like, arresting. Like, it... Best character performance I it, think I've <laughs> seen in a game. Holy shit. Big moment. And it... It all comes together in a way that that feels purposeful. Where like, die, or uh, yeah, Die Hardman is such a cold character throughout that whole game, and he's like frustratingly cold, and like you want to get in, and you want to know him. Mm. 
but that distance, it feels like, has a huge payoff when he finally breaks down and finally has that moment where he takes off the mask. And I feel like that speech alone makes so many of the decisions and, like just design choices in that game stronger it makes the theme stronger like it a lot comes out through that speech in your talking just now i had a realization sort of about my complaint a second ago with the story because norman Reedus, you know he cut all ties with bridget and amelie and all those people before the game began and at the end right when die hardman kind of breaks down and has that thing norman Reedus is in the process of leaving again to like stay disconnected right and so it is sort of a weird thing that the storylines we all relate to the most are the baby and fragile. And those seem to be the storylines that Norman Reedus's character, Sam relates to the most as well. Mm. So it's kind of interesting where it's like, I wonder if that's intentional, but like in a game where so much of the form is the function, it's interesting that the stories that resonate with us seems to also resonate with Sam the most too, you know, cause I like, liked uh, Hartman looking for his family. Yeah, I was super that was cool. That. I liked story. that whole. Yeah. I really liked that side story. Oh, actually. Yeah. Oh, quite a bit. Yeah, he would like, <laughs> like kill himself it, every twenty. And it's yeah. so yeah. Kojima. Yeah, like it's like, so oh, ridiculous. It was a really yeah, great yeah. balance of like this is so ridiculous, but also like believable in this world, and like really, I'm emotionally invested in like, dude. I'm well, looking that's, for your that's family. something like, I awesome. want to talk about too, because like everyone loved to be confused by the trailers at first, and I'm like, they're trailers. They're not supposed to explain things. They'd be bad trailers if they explained things. Trailers are so frustrating. But like, oh, and also, yeah, the trailers spoil so much shit. But like, uh, as a fantasy world and stuff, I thought this game actually came together and everything was explained way more than I thought it would be. And like, yeah, or um, Hartman and stuff, like, they're cool, weird fantasy characters, but they completely fit within the reality of this reality which i thought was cool yeah. like i go ahead Brent. i was just say i was just happy this game had a proper ending right after yeah. mgs5 yeah. where it's just like yes. why does this game even exist yeah. kind of thing mm. totally i was actually yeah surprised by that maybe it, mostly because of mgs5 but. mgs5 i felt like the sensation was like there's gotta be more there's out gotta there be yeah. more, <laughs> gotta be more yeah uh like that, is there a way to unlock more like yeah. calling everyone like yeah. you like play a hard to get s yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Tell me, honey, like, what if you do an S? We gotta rank? remove all the nukes. I'm more satisfied. I want to talk about the the Harmon thing because mm, something that really got me excited about Death Stranding, and and a big reason why I wanted to review it, and a big reason, like, I was like, oh, this is clicking for me. I see something here that I really like. Is they had those character introduction trailers, right? Uh, they had one for Hartman. I don't know how many people saw it, but I, I saw, saw it. And he no. has that whole conversation where you kind of go into his room and he talks about his situation. Really? They spoiled that? Yes! What the hell? Dude, and I was like, don't watch Kojima yes! trailers. Oh. Point. What the was, de- what's like, the deal, get, dude? You get maybe one or two it. with him. <laughs> then don't watch anymore if you don't want to be Watch spoiled. the first one, yeah, because it's just high concept. Removed yeah. removed from that, it's, it is such a cool moment and it does everything that you're talking about, Ian, where... By interacting with this character, and it, like you said, it, it's this ridiculous situation, but it's fascinating, and it, and it like the way that they present it feels believable, and that's it's just nice seeing these mm-hmm. two characters interact and having this one character explain this like pretty creative situation that they're in, and I was like, this is amazing. I wish I hadn't seen like pretty much the right. entire thing beforehand, and I wish there were a few more moments like yeah. this. Sure. Yeah. It's an interesting balance they have to do with that because we were, I think, all of us pretty much were lucky enough to have. Do we all find Conan before? Oh, yeah. Before we're spoiled. Before Conan Dale spoiled it? I get yeah. that uh, they want to drum up excitement for the, Conan, for the game. The, but the like, clueless gamer spoils I, the shit out of everything. I was so glad. They spoiled I God mean, of War in the worst like, way. You were like, 
Ian basically like, Dominic, go find the cosplay person. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I yeah. was like, is it going to make fun of cosplayers or something? Right. And then like, I'm looking at this and I'm yeah. like, and then the reveal is like, oh shit. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. so cool. I thought it was going to be like Otacon. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, and then I saw when they revealed it on the Conan, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, oh and no. And he's just Conan, dude. You're depriving yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, Straight that's up just, just doing stand up at you. <laughs> but like, the, the Conan. The Conan thing is so ridiculous. It's so funny. Otter hat, dude. The, I wore the yeah, otter hat. Yeah, I wore it. I wore it the whole oh, yeah. game. When I got to the I, I snow, I like the whole game. Yeah, I wore it the whole game. I was yeah. a little bummed that I didn't literally become an otter when I got swept away, but whatever. Well, because the way they kept saying it, <laughs> they I was yeah. like, they literally I think said, I'm be an they said yeah. in the description thought, and out loud, you will literally become an otter. And I was like, okay. I was expecting something so good stars. from that. The yeah, other one, yeah. like some of the side stuff, like I was. I, I thought I was gonna push really far and get some really cool payoffs. The um, you were, the harmonica was a good one. That, uh, that is a payoff. It's just cool. You get it as yeah. Well. Just have this thing. You knew, you anytime you rest, you can bust it out and like play. Yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah. It's just okay. a fun little quirky thing. Oh. I mean, we're talking about the Mario about Peach that. dialogue, but like, there's a video game collector who sends you to go get like retro consoles yeah. and <laughs> one tactile espionage action, and the other one's like silent. Basically, it's go get Metal Gear, <laughs> go get Silent Hill. I'm like, wait, what? I was like, <laughs> it, am I gonna get some cool Easter egg? And it's like, it's really as far as it, as I saw it went, but like I liked those things more, and like I I, I kind of liked some of the side characters a little bit better because of like what they were sending me out to, to do. But at the end of the day, like it played back into everything became the same kind of like gameplay yeah, loop. Yeah. There was no, you're just either trying to get upgrades to make your life easier, and that was like really it. And honestly, the one thing I wanted to say, well, you're talking about it like earlier when you said like sixty percent of the way you got like to the like chapter seven, you got to the story. Yeah, finally picked up. It feels like there's this weird part of the game, like it was a chapter two or three, where like they just dump you in the second area forever. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. like just so no, there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a huge area, and I kind of get Which why. Which is kind of my favorite. It, me too. Part. Me too. They, they me want too. you to just like live in this world for a while and like forget about everything Building else. Roads and, and then yeah. like it comes all back. It comes rushing back. And then like at times, I felt the two were fighting each other, and they didn't do the best way of like weaving them together. Um, yeah. and, and it felt like, I, I think it was because it was a first time, exper like this game was their first time trying to do something like this. This feels like something they could build upon if they wanted to do like, I mean, there's Death nothing Stranding that really uh, like teases a Death Stranding 2. But like I'd love this. I kind of don't want a Death Stranding. I scene. know, but like <laughs> it doesn't have to be the same world, but a type yeah. of game. I wish they could take the lessons, DLC all the criticisms, fragile or something. Yeah, all the cool. criticisms we're giving. I wish they could take those and make a follow up to this because I feel like this was like this building block to something even more meaningful. And they threw out a lot of ideas. Some of them worked. Some of them don't. I'm really glad this game exists. And I was really glad to play it. I'm, I hope a lot of people play this. doesn't matter if you don't like it or do like it. It's just something you should be experienced. Yeah. But, like, it is, yeah, it has a lot of flaws. And I... I, I saw like Kojima saying, I want to like make movies and stuff. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, try this again. But I will say, I don't know if you felt this way. Maybe you, Huber, maybe you, Ben. After playing Metal Gear Solid 5 and then this, like, I hate to do this, but like, I want, I was one of the people who was like, I don't want this to be Metal Gear, but after this, and I know I just said I want to see things built, built upon this. I want to see a more Metal Gear type game from him. Dude, the Vietnam like, I, like, section. Like, like, yeah, the Vietnam was part, I was like, with, I was just doing all stealth. I was like, I missed this so much. I was like, <laughs> I just want this again, just a little bit. I, uh, I thought of Snake Eater so heavily at the Vietnam section, and then I imagined <sighs> the game after Death Stranding, if it were to be that. 
was imagining See, I the possibilities. I, I don't want him to go backwards. I want him I to go really in some don't. weird other new yeah. direction. Yeah. Like I want him to. I want he and Guillermo to give up on making Mountains of Madness, uh, the movie, and make just it make a it a game. Mm. Like like PT. You know, like gosh, I think you were you were trying to say this, Ian, where like you really enjoyed learning about this very distinct world mm. that was created. Mm. And despite, you know, whatever problems that I have with the storytelling, I did too. Like, it was fascinating just kind of slowly peeling back the layers of this world and trying to piece it together. It was fun. It was exciting. Like, going back to Metal Gear, it's like, I don't need to learn that, like... Not Metal Gear. Li- like, Revolver was actually possessed yeah. by Big Bird or I something. Meant, I meant like, oh, this award game. <laughs> like, not yeah, you Metal didn't mean Gear. literally Metal yeah, Gear. Yeah, not yeah, literally. Like, doesn't even need to be no, like no. this. Because it can't right yeah, now, can't. obviously. No, but, like, no. I want, like... It seems like a lot of the complaints the against the combat are like, yeah, it didn't game, do man. combat very well in this mm-hmm. game. Oh, yeah. There's a, I feel like this is another... a stranding game, Damiani. It doesn't need combat. <laughs> yeah, but he's done it so well in the past. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. like yeah, I mean, he Metal can Gear take five, take like those amazing. two oh, less like a yeah. fusion of the best parts of five and Death Stranding into something even mm-hmm. new. Because mm-hmm. I actually I, I don't want to follow up to Death Stranding story. Yeah, I just yeah. want something new. I, I like I feel like there's so much talent and potential behind Kojima's ideas. I, I, I think this I'm glad he gets to make the kind of game he wants to. And there's so much of this game that is so distinctly Kojima. Um but like I think it's been a while since he's made a game and like I'd like to see him do like a follow up and like I can't wait to see those talks where it's like I learned like from the mistakes of this or like the shortcomings from this because the 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 Especially the online community building stuff. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that is so such a key component to whatever he does next that yes. has to be there. And I want to see like what uh, not just Kojima, other people can do with that type mm. of like multiplayer interaction because yeah. it was. I, I just loved it. It was yeah. so he's good. So, he's so big on war. Like I can't imagine how like meaningful and impactful the possibilities that could be. Like taking the social aspects and making a game and commenting on war like you know well, in the heart of think, darkness about I think this game is a direct commentary sure. on that and sure. and on Metal Gear Solid because it's like he spent so long making games about people fighting yeah. that he wanted to make yep. a game about people coming together yep. and I think I I I honor that like I think Heck it's really yeah. cool also like if there were a DLC for this, you know what I would want it to be? I'd want it to be like six years after the game. You play as fragile because she's the only one like still doing gameplay type stuff. But it's not even main storyline, but you can just find Sam Porter Bridges living in like a cabin with <laughs> Louise, just being a dad, and he's just out there like minding his own damn business, you know. And it's not even like main storyline. You can just find him optionally. I, I think I that actually, would be precious. It, it's hard because sometimes I think are, are better left in the background, but I do think that the fragile Higgs, Higgs story, story could more be, to tell could there be really interesting. Sure, sure, yeah, because. Oh, I, yeah. I really like that scene. I would like just a little more of Die Harmon and Mads. Just like a, sure, I would yeah. just like a mission yeah, statement yeah, with sure, them yeah, as sure. a team. Like, yeah. okay, Mads, yeah. Mads is so great in the end, and it's not that his like little things as you're going up the elevator. Oh, are, the baby talks. Yeah, are not well performed, I guess. But he's so good at the end that I, I kind of get what you're saying. Yeah, right? yeah. completely. It's just like, like he didn't Mads. like get to shine until like near the end of the game. Right. Like I remember playing, kind of nobody, and I was like. 
I was like, yeah, man, there's just been a lot of Mads talking to me yeah. as BB. Yeah. I'm like, when is Mads going to like do They started something? repeating for me. Where yeah, I was they started like, repeating. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah go, you, you can go to the moon. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll take, take you to the moon. moon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Oh, I, wanna, I saw that one like twice, yeah. I want to bounce off Damiani and, and talk about what he was saying being so in love with the social aspects because I am also completely in love with those social mm-hmm. aspects. Yeah. And, and there's something, I think, just on the broadest level that Kojima Production did here that I'm like, we need more of this. Yeah. Where it felt like he wanted to tell a game about bringing people together, and so he formed the game around that idea. Yes. Whereas I feel like a lot of games are like, okay, we have this idea. How do we fit it into a template that already exists? Yeah. yeah I want to yeah. talk about this thing. How do I make it a he did the open world RPG? First. Yeah. I want to talk about war. How do I make it into mm-hmm. a level-based first-person shooter? And so sometimes it feels like the message gets diluted because it's being repackaged in something that you already know. And I think that's one of the biggest strengths of this game is the the storytelling and what you're doing are so in sync because it was designed around that. And it it, it was like, we're we're going to be a game about delivery. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it, the, that was... Yeah, go the, ahead. The online stuff was uh, the best part, for sure. And it I, I felt connected to people. I felt the bonds. But... For the story, it felt somehow really small, and I don't know if that's by design or not. It felt personal and intimate and small scale, and I think by the end, I didn't feel like I just brought this country back from the brink or connected this entire country. I didn't feel like this big, you you know, we did it. It just felt like... There were ten people living in I guess the country. The, you I think know, the, the answer to that is like Die Hardman becoming the president, kind of thing, mm-hmm. and like doing the speech. I guess that's like the moment of we connected everything. Sure. We are America sure. again. Well, yeah. and I think uh, back to what I was saying before about how like Sam mm. Porter Bridges doesn't feel impacted by this, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of one of the interesting subversions at the end of the story is like the whole game is about connecting America, bringing all this stuff together, and and like people keep saying that ad nauseum to you in the cheesiest of ways and Sam Porter Bridges is like I don't care about America I don't care about mm-hmm. this well, and but hang on yeah. but like the connection that he makes is with Louise is with mm-hmm. that baby yes. and like to him that's what he cares about and like that's the connection and like allowing sure. himself to move back forward with a baby and with a child after losing his mm-hmm. you know cause yeah he doesn't give a shit about America that's mm-hmm. kind of the funny thing is like he has this her- th- these heroics thrust upon him and that's kind of why he is the good hero for this, because he doesn't care. He doesn't. He doesn't buy the party line. He just does it because, kind of, there's nothing better to do, and like, or you know, whatever. But then, like, through this process, he grows in the way that's meaningful for him, which is with Louise, the BB, which I thought was a really cool. Because yeah. like, I wouldn't have bought it if at the end he was like, "Go America." Yeah. Like, when he I, left yeah. the speech, I was like, "All right, okay." Mm-hmm. I you think. Know? I mean it. That's reminiscent of Metal Gear Solid Three. Sure, uh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I, Ian, I think you're, I think you are so on point. Mm-hmm. Everything that you said, I totally agree with. And just to add on to that, and something that doesn't come up until the very end is, is the concept of masks. Yeah. And Huber, yeah. mm-hmm. when I started the game and you had that whole like briefing on what it was going to do, mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting that as well to, to either like have. A, it, it feel like a little bit like because you you you're kind of doing stuff and you're like is this even does this even matter like it does yeah, yeah. kind of give you that feeling yeah. or to have like 
people resisted a little bit more and be like, actually, no, being connected is really bad. Yeah. But I expected either some sort of, I guess, I guess I just expected more of an impact. And I actually think, based on what Ian said, yeah. is Norman Reedus's character recognizes that the chiral network and all of this it's just like kind of a way to comfort people. Like, yes, it's mm-hmm. obviously practically useful, and you can, you can, you, they talk about the benefits in the game, but it's it's more about a symbol and what that represents. And obviously, like Sam knows enough to see through that, yeah. and that's why he gets something deeper and more meaningful out of Lou. Uh, and and it's just kind of this interesting dilemma of like how hollow are the things that we revere and is that still somehow a good thing and i yeah. those i think those are interesting questions it's it's sort of like the end of dark knight when like like sam porter bridges is like willing to partake in the assembly of this symbolic network uh i mean it's an actual network but yeah and like actually grows in a way meaningful to himself too mm-hmm. which is yeah kind of cool um it is funny though how the game uh, you were you were talking about the Mario line earlier. The line yeah. that was funny to me was when uh, they introduced boss fights to the game. <laughs> Even though I Damiani and I had both already killed a BT kind of just incidentally yeah. before having to do it at the end of chapter two. But like when Higgs shows up and is like, "You got tired of the grind. Here's the part you've been waiting for, yeah, right? You know." <laughs> and I'm just like, and I'm just like, you're just like, because it was funny because I had just been talking with Ben about how I was like, oh, this part is a little grindy, but I'm not hating it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's like so funny because it's like the game gets so weird and meta sometimes. I had mm-hmm. more God, Kojima talk, yeah. Kojima expectations when little white masked people were like yeah. throwing rockets. I was like, oh, it'll oh, be yeah. oh I'll, when I beat it or something, I'll be able to like help other players out and like throw items to them. And like, yeah. no, I wonder if there actually is a gameplay thing or if it just like picks a, car- a player name and just has them yeah. come up and throw stuff to you. It, it felt it's, very random. It yeah. felt very random, and like it was it kind of. And I don't know how in the game that they've set up. I don't know how you could have done it other than how they did it, really. But like. Because there were times where I did not expect to get into a BT kerfuffle and had no hermetic grenades or whatever. And I was like, oh, crap. And then I was just like, well, I'll just dance around for a while until somebody pops out of the ooze and throws me some weaponry, mm. you know? Which obviously, like, completely takes away the fear of, yeah. a, of a combat encounter. But uh, not that they're overly challenging anyway, but, like, it was sort of a funny choice. But yeah, yeah there's some weird gamey stuff. And, like, <clears throat> I was thinking about Quiet versus mm-hmm. fragile mm-hmm. and it's like i feel like kojima has grown in a lot of ways vis-a-vis female characters in his games uh he's still kind of kojima but fragile storyline on the whole i really liked mm-hmm. so ugh, i don't think anything in this game is overtly exploitative or anything like that but i don't know i really liked her yeah. um something that, something that we haven't gotten to talk about and i haven't seen too much discussion about is the relationship between the junker and that woman that you bring over to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's, it's kind of a cool moment because oh. it's like, oh, they're actually going out of... It is the, weird that you only ever carry women around. The the shelter. <laughs> uh, and something that I actually was like, wow, I kind of respect this decision is like you leave them and it's all big and dramatic and it's like, oh, you know, it's like a bit of happiness. It's like the first time a world. character comes out of one of those things too, that yeah. you like see someone in the real Confirm world. Confirm there's yeah. real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty huge moment and it's it's good like 
confirming that there are actually people there. Yeah. Um, but later on, you get an email that is like, it didn't oh, work out. Yeah, it's like falling apart. And he's like, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and then you get one right. from her. Yeah. There's a little bit of a buildup. And it's like, oh, man, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. And, uh, and then it just happens where they're just like, they're kind of matter of fact about it. And they're like, oh, it won't work out. And then eventually they're like, oh, we're going to try again. Yeah. But I remember sitting there and reading that email and being like, that's so cool that you were willing to do this. That that adds some believability to it where like no matter how ridiculous this world is, no matter how many times I see a baby give a thumbs up, like <laughs> you have this moment where people are dealing with something that feels so mundane and commonplace. And I, I loved that part of the game. Well, and like, yeah, later when, when the you get the – message from the chiral artist's mother about how they met mm -hmm. and like he was a part of a gang of marauders that like killed a bunch of people and then like she took them both in you know and never told them their past and all that stuff and then yeah the the chiral artist the young woman was like i'm gonna i know it's dangerous but i'm gonna just chance going over there and giving this another shot yeah it was a whole weird like yeah interesting thing it is kind of weird though because damiani when you were talking before and i keep trying to come up with games to compare this game to and there aren't really which is i think a testament to this game but like yeah. the gameplay still feels a bit like no man's sky meets like astroneer meets minecraft and with a little bit of metal gear in there and then the story is just like full metal gear like in the way it's told um which is a bizarre combination of games <laughs> but like i don't know it it doesn't quite feel like two separate things the story and the gameplay but almost yeah i mean the best part, the best thing about this game for me, like the reason I kept wanting to play it, I mean, obviously I wanted to know like the story. I wanted to say like, it's yeah, Kojima. Yeah, you want to yeah, like follow yeah. through with it. But, and I understood like, I kind of got a feeling like the gameplay loop. I was like, this isn't probably, when I started to like, when I talked earlier about like the mule stuff, it never got as innovative as I thought I was going to get. Like, okay, it's, it's the online stuff is about as innovative as this is going to really get here. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it I really think the game did a very convincing job of the whole starting you out as like you are as we were talking about Sam is like this isolationist person yeah. does not want to be connected to humanity let alone just America their United cities. cities geez yeah United Cities America like he just wants to be on his own but like yeah, he's still delivering things for people it's like there's still something with him I'm like yeah. okay like I feel that like he is just wants to be on his own and there's other people who come across that kind of feel that way too but as you progress and like you see the benefits I mean I'm not trying to sell like the message of like the in-game story but like you get new in inventions you get these new devices you start connecting things like like you go from this yeah. you this feeling of being overwhelmed in this like giant world to like I can do anything in this world and like it did like for an open world game it needs to nail that and I think on, on that very level it did that for me and that's why I kept wanting to push on with the gameplay and like the game looks gorgeous yeah like the the different environments like once i get to the snow areas like i just want to walk around here mm -hmm. forever like i'm just gonna spend the, the fact that like it was still like the times diet like stuff yeah. was going on with snow i was like oh this and is gonna be a worse. nice yeah. like it's yeah. a nice like, safe place it? it's yeah. snow now like but wait it's precipitation right oh shit they explain it it's still <laughs> yeah. gonna happen I was and like, it's worse and then like the bts in that area because like if you're not wearing all terrain stuff like this sense of like you could be in these hopeless situations and then you feel so good when you get out of them or you yeah. finally make that delivery. Or I, you set up zip lines knowing you're going to have to come back 
And I like just, once yeah, you like connect it, it you're like, oh, this like, is or great. do you, you know if you do that? Yeah, 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 it's awesome. It's yeah, like that sense. Uh, I think it really nailed it on that part of it, and and that's what kept me mostly playing on top of like the story. And like, if they didn't do that well, I would have like quit like halfway through the game, regardless of the story. I would have been like, this, no, you yeah. you failed. Yeah. I totally think that the two biggest successes for this game for me are like the social networking aspects, like the form being the function, like you were saying, and just like straight vibes. This world just yeah. like, especially around like the beginning of chapter two when you kind of opens up and you're there. I was just like, man, it just feels cool to be in this, mm-hmm. wor- like to just stand here and look at this. Like America looks like Scotland yeah, for yeah. some reason. The it's like tech was super sick yeah, in the game too. Yeah. Yeah. Good and, faces. And the music yeah. kicks <laughs> in at those parts. The music, like they just no one to kick in. I yeah. was like, yes. Oh, the yes. music. The music. Yes. Low roar, one of the best yeah. parts of the game. <laughs> I was like, that yeah. first song, like "Why So Serious" or "Don't yeah. Be So Serious" or whatever, in the intro credits, I was like, "Man, this but, is." But cool. I feel like every, like every single aspect of the game, it just did it a few too many times. Sure, like the ninth oh, yeah. time it plays "Low Roar" when I'm yeah. coming over a hill is yeah. like nine well, times game, less impactful. It's like early on in the in, in the play experience, and I feel a little less like this now. But uh, it, somewhere in the the like. 20, 30 hour range. I, I started thinking about this concept that I was calling the poison of, um, of, uh, oh, damn it. Like, oh, I forgot the other word. It starts with a P. But, like, when you're so popular, like Quentin Tarantino, right? Like, needs, you need someone else to, to, rein you in a little bit to edit your stuff down a little bit and mm. and like this one felt a little bit like that where it's yeah. like uh the poison of pedigree that's what poison i was thinking is like is like kojima gets to do this because he's kojima and mm-hmm. no one's gonna be like eh, what if what if you uh you know mm-hmm. which i think is good on mm-hmm. the whole like i'm glad that this happened i i'm very happy this game exists but yeah i think I think that yeah, this game could have could have been fifteen percent slimmer, maybe, just on well, like time or something. What, what Hebrew was saying, like doing the same thing one too many times. I, I think that is one hundred percent of a valid complaint, and I think you you just you run into that thought process of like, well, if you're running out of ideas, why don't we scale the game back? Right. Uh, but then I think in my head, like, is it by design? Is it a commentary on something? Like, the fact that I stopped picking up people's yeah. deliveries, mm-hmm. is Kojima telling me something? <laughs> like, well, maybe. You know? Because yeah. in the beginning, I was so gung ho, let's go, let's build these roads, let's pick everything up. I'm getting your thing. Get, oh, you drop that. I got you. Right. And I start, you know, and I then. Do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. halfway through, it's like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. I think on like, some level. <laughs> Yeah, because I think you're right, and it's something that I go into the review, and I, I think they're they're trying to intentionally make things a little boring, a little frustrating, like a little repetitious. Mm-hmm. But I was getting all of that in like <laughs> chapter two. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I think I think you he still they did a good job of instilling those feelings. I don't know it being as long as it did necessarily benefited of that or or like I'm sure on some level, yeah, it made it better, but. I don't know. Where it's, I it's where to... I felt that complaint most palpably wasn't in gameplay moments with like music coming in. It was in like story minus, like where it's not actual story, but it's like pseudo story, but really we're giving you an objective over the codec. Where yeah. it's like there were like maybe five or six moments where 
uh, Die Hardman gave me a task over the thing, and then it swapped over to Dead Man, and he reiterated exactly the same task. Yeah. And then it swapped over to Hartman, and he reiterated the <laughs> same thing. And then once or twice, even Mama then came in yeah. and said the same thing mm-hmm. in a yeah. different way. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, agree. yo, I got it the first time, guys. I have to take a package from point A to point B, because that's literally all you do. Like, you don't have to explain it five times. Uh, For God's sake. <laughs> yep. there, were, there were a few times... I, I I feel like multiple times I would say to Abby, I was like, I can't believe how good this game looks. And you guys kind of already commented on that. But there was a lot of talk. We we had a whole Hotake frame trap on it where it was like, are these celebrities like going to be impactful in the game in a meaningful way? And that is something that I want to say to the point, the, a point of praise for the game is I felt like the physical presence of the characters was just as important as the words that they were saying. Sure. And that still doesn't get to happen enough in video games. It is changing it is getting better but there were again going back to that die hardman scene where it was like yes obviously the way that he was delivering those lines were important but seeing the anguish on mm-hmm. his face was incredible and i and, really got and a the lot blocking the blocking of having him look down yeah. during the most intense parts of emotion and hide his face probably a smart decision from a tech standpoint too because then you get the feeling without going like ooh faces look weird in video games when they cry like yeah, that scene was so impeccably done. Yeah, and it was just. You, go ahead. I, I uh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, you were talking about the poison of pedigree. And I think that's really interesting. That there's been a lot of conversation about Kojima and Kojima getting a pass and Kojima being overly indulgent and all this stuff. And I, I, I think there's there, there's truth in there. But sometimes I think we get like too hung up on a like a specific narrative because I think you can flip that on its head in an interesting way where it's like okay. If we accept that Kojima has all this power and all this influence and he can do whatever he wants, like, at least he's doing this. Right. At least he's not like, here's my loot box first-person shooter. Yeah. It's like, this This is, like, in a lot of ways, one of the most interesting things that he could make. And I think by nature of what it is, like, there are, there are a lot of problems with it. I think there are a lot of ways it could be better. It is overly indulgent. But, like, I don't know. I, I think it, it it's kind of encouraging that somebody who has this much free reign actually feels like they're taking advantage of it. It feels like a commentary on his own past without betraying it, without betraying his own legacy either. And it is, sure, it's overindulgent, but it still felt genuine because I'm so invested in a lot of these people's careers. Like, dude, Norman Reedus was like in Mimic, Guillermo movie, like got him famous and like Blade 2 as well. And then like on the other side, yeah, and then on the other side, you have, like, Nick Reffin, who started with Mads, too, in the Pusher trilogy. So you have all these, like, friends kind of just getting together to tell a story. And, like, yeah, it is, over, uh, like, overindulgent, but it still feels genuine because they're all so close-knit. Right. And they wanted to tell the story that they wanted to tell. You, that is the perfect word for it. <laughs> you nailed it. Like, it is genuine. It is achingly genuine. Yeah. Uh, I think in a lot of ways, but I, I think I think that's why. And you know, obviously, I can't speak for everybody. I think, I think there will there will be people who genuinely walk away from this game completely repelled mm-hmm. uh, for very valid reasons. But I think that's why, like, no matter what the the list of complaints that I come up with, I think that was something that attached me to it, where it was like, I I see what you're trying to do it, and you're approaching it so sincerely that it's kind of hard not to admire, you know? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I agree. I agree, yeah. 
Uh, can I go back to a point real quick? We were talking yeah, about like absolutely. the repetition of like deliveries. Yeah, I think something that could have helped us was like the diversity of the delivery. Like the missions I liked were really weird things you had to do, like the pizza one where you just had to have yeah. it, like just yes. something yeah. really small where you just yes. had to have it like upright. Flat. So like you don't yes. want to deliver a sideways pizza, yeah. or the one where you have to hold like the nuke in your the hand. Nuke. I love because you actually have to hold R two to hold yeah. it in his hand. I'm like. This is really great stuff. I wish more than the deliveries had something a little yeah. like this. I think that would have helped alleviate a lot of the, the repetition animals for people. With the, the, to breathe. Yeah. 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 I forgot about that stuff. The second antimatter bomb, I actually yeah, I feel like I, he, I blew up. They do more stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It would have helped alleviate a lot of the. I, I definitely try to blow up them and like, see if it would do anything cool. It's just like, no, just It just fades to white. Yeah. You yeah. hear like, it, and then it says order failed. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Just those moments, Brad, where like you just have that. That panic, mm-hmm. or that like, oh man, I don't know how to yeah. do this. Yeah, totally. Sorry, like no, saying? like yeah, like three or four more different types of mm-hmm. cargo would have gone a like, long I way. I loved the carrier, sure. just something like that, because it was like a really small thing that just changed the way your delivery worked altogether. And right. like being able to ride it down a hill is just something really awesome. So there's just a few on a more hill, things, of course. Yeah, just breath of wild. I tried style. getting on it on flat ground, and I was like, well, nothing's yeah. happening. I just wish there was like <laughs> a few more things like that yeah. to spice up the delivery. It's funny because I. I like Damiani never used the carriers, but the once because I just use zip lines for everything. Sure, I was yeah. like, oh, big order. Let me go build an yeah. entire run of zip lines. I'll be right back. Like that's how I handled those. It is interesting though, because we were talking about sequels and things that we want to see. And Brad, I I think that it was such a great point that you brought up, where like Death Stranding two, I could see them taking all the data and the feedback and and just making more of those mm-hmm. ones or finding it. And that, like, that's part of the reason I'm excited for Breath of the Wild too. Is like you have something brilliant yeah. here. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for you to see, to, yeah, for you to make it even yeah. more brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Like I would, I would rather, I would rather see one or two DLCs for Death Stranding than a Death Stranding two, personally. Yeah. I. I it, at the same time, like it's two he conflicting things. Do where really it's like, DLC? Does he? I. I don't really think so. Not really. The moon. The moon? That'd be ridiculous. Matt's promised. I, Matt's yo, promised. That's promised. Uh, Kojima. The moon you're is not that looking at the camera. And wait, like and wait. Since you're his son, right? Like he was talking to you, Ian. In oh that? no 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 no! I don't. You're I don't his son, aren't you? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're Sam his son. Is but, oh, yeah. Sam is Sorry, Lou. Son. People yeah. keep thinking Lou is Sam. Yeah, Lou, Lou, Lou is a whole. Yeah, yeah, Lou yeah, is just yeah, a yeah. new random People bridge baby. Yeah, yeah. But the, uh, the bridge but baby Mads was talking yes, to is you. That's why you're having those. Yeah, is Sam is while you're having those. Yeah, you. He's literally talking to yeah. So it's like Mads literally promised Sam you'd go to the moon. You can't. You can't just tease that. On the East Coast map, there's one of those lines that looks like a teleport thing to another zone. It's going somewhere else, and it's not going west. Fragile could do it. Where are we going? Yeah, she could. The Kojima Productions logo, dude. Yeah, when the game started, was a ten on the moon, out of ten. I was like, this is octopus or something on the moon. Yeah, just the flag and stuff. I was like, this is better than all of Hollywood's intros, from Sapiens to Ludens. Ian, I kind of agree with you because like on one hand I want to see a Death Stranding 2 and or or like the spiritual system whatever where it's like okay the social system expand upon it make yeah. it even more fascinating I want that but then I'm like the best part of this is just how wild and weird mm-hmm. in this new direction mm-hmm. that it wants to push it in well, so it's, I kind of want both things it's a really interesting experience this game because Having played through the entire thing, I'm so happy I played through this entire thing. Mm-hmm. I feel no desire to do this again. No. In this game over again, or even a sequel. Like, if a sequel came out that was basically the same gameplay loop, I would be like, 
I mean, I'll play it because it's because it's Kojima and part of our job and whatever. But like, I wouldn't be as excited or curious about it. Maybe, uh, maybe. I mean, who's to say? But like, this this is a weird game because we played it. We beat it. I don't know, two three weeks ago, and it feels like January when I beat. Like my memory feels the same of this game as it does about like Resident Evil Remake, <laughs> Resident Evil 2 Remake. It's weird. It feels so distant for I me. I just feel like there's so much going on in Death Stranding though, so yeah. it's like, easy to forget some things. Yeah, With, yeah. Like Resident Evil 2, like, it's, very it's, not, yeah. it's not really <laughs> it's not about the story, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. Well, there's like some zombies. All right, back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I feel like just messing around in, in Chapter 15 is enough because yeah, I, yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of yeah. like, mm-hmm. like I don't really have any desire at the moment to rewatch Game of Thrones. He's like, no, I, I know what I know all the secrets. It's like, yeah. I, I think having that mystery is, is a sure. big reason from going to chapter to chapter. Yeah. And like the the weird thing with this game is like the ending felt so final and it felt so good when he when he burns the cuff and frees Lou, and then especially the end of the credits little bumper where he says Louise. Mm-hmm. I get goosebumps even just thinking yeah. about it, just because it's such a sweet little weird moment. I don't know, but like him being free, like Sam Porter Bridges being free and deciding to just like be a dad, mm-hmm. is the sweetest, mm-hmm. most heartfelt kind of moment in this game for me, and that's why a two. I would hope at the least it wouldn't star Norman yeah, Reedus. I, I, yeah, um, I think that's fair. I, my but favorite thing is when a sequel him. is like, yeah. it's a sequel, but you don't know it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like that—that's <laughs> yeah. something I would love. Like yeah. the sequel to Death Stranding takes place like three hundred yeah. years later. It starts well, the sequel. Yeah, realize, yeah. Yeah. The sequel begins with you as Louis. You're taking Norman Reese's body to the incinerator. Oh my oh. God, my God, God. Yeah. you are so right. Some God of War vibes or something. You're Louis. Some interstellar. Oh my God, and he's he's. We've oh, got to take America to the stars. <laughs> yeah, like whoever's the president now. <laughs> the planet's falling crazy. apart. Deliveries yeah. with zero gravity, man. That's United, United <laughs> Cities <laughs> of Earth. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, you're you're just like running away from the mules. You're like, I can't get... Yeah. So cool. Dude, so like playing as aliens. Louise. Oh, man. Damn. Trying to deal with the, the BTs Burning and Norman zero Reeves. gravity. Yeah. That's that's a thing. Uh, real quick. Uh, one thing, especially in Chapter 15, made it really apparent. Uh, pet peeve. Really hate how the game. It was cool at first, but how everything has to stop to load yes. the BTs in oh, with the every time. Yeah. With Very your sensor. I was like, that's why I love the zip lines. It bypasses all that. Yeah. Even when you go through it, it doesn't freeze you. I was like, thank you. Yeah. But uh, to like BTs became less of a threat after a certain point in the game. So we get the cuff almost immediately. We get the cuff link. Yeah. I mean, once you realize you can just like you just don't run into them. You can actually right. just like run through and stuff as long as you're not hauling too heavy of things. But, like, yeah, literally at the end we get the cuff thing. It's just like stealth kill, stealth kill, stealth kill. Mm-hmm. This is nothing, nothing, nothing. I really wish there were more, like, claustrophobic environments with them sure, as well. Because areas. they kind of hint at it with, like, the city ruin parts. Yeah, but it's still a little open enough. But, like, there's cool. enough kind of cl- enclosures. Like if, if you went inside one of the yeah, settlements like, and, like, BTs yes. got inside it or something. Like, just in a building setting. Yeah. Like, we're in an office building. And it's yeah. like, you got ceilings. You or got doors. Complex, like, they're going to make noises. Like, artificially yes. creating yeah. BTs. Yeah. Uh, Bioweapons. I just need a little bit more of that. But I that feel. that feeds into also like the the sameness of all the missions, you know, because mm-hmm. like yeah, you don't ever go like all the distribution centers are the same building. Yeah, you I, know. I was so frustrated with the BTS because they give you the the 
cuff they give you the grenades and it's like cool this is going to get more exciting <laughs> and it's like the very first thing I could do immediately holding your mm-hmm. breath as long as you don't suck at holding your breath yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is not a big deal same as the mules like punching is enough I didn't even like I just took the motorcycle and just drove through them yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like done which backfired was on me like twice there was one time yeah. near yeah. the very end of the game when I tried to do that and then just got like sucked Suck down right yeah. they took the motorcycle yeah, yeah. you just gotta like not go complete full most, speed and just pay attention to the sensor. To me, the most yeah. annoying part was in Chapter 2, there's that area right near where you build the first bridge, like just east or whatever of the first distro center, where there's always the little BT thing yeah. by the river. Uh-huh. That was the single most annoying BT section. I have a quick section. question. It's like, come on, weather change. And then the one by the junk dealer got a little annoying going back and forth. But uh, MGS5 had some weird multiplayer nuke stuff that was discovered way later. Do mm-hmm. we think... Any, yeah, because again, when the game ends, it's like, hey, go do some deliveries and hang out. And I remember asking you, I was like, should I keep going? You know, credits rolled. This seems like the end, kind of a new game, not a new game plus, but like a point in the game where you can now just go 100% it. Possible. The weird thing for me, like, wondering if there's more. The thing I want to do in my game is complete all the roads. That to me is like the thing I'm like, yeah, let's mm-hmm. make these roads. But then they'll just weird. get like time fold away. Time right? away. Yeah. I don't know how fast that is or how like because I think you can contribute materials to keep the yeah, road sections going. Yeah. But yeah, when it comes to Death Stranding in Kojima, to answer your question, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe you're maybe. right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Depends maybe he's feeling. If there was maybe. time, yes. If there yeah. wasn't, no. <laughs> maybe. Um. Well, geez, we've talked for an hour and a half about, and I'm feeling like we covered most of the bases, which is a little mm-hmm. shorter than I thought it would be. But shout out. Is there anything that anyone wants to say otherwise? Shout out to smiling ear to ear anytime Guillermo was on screen. Yeah. Just <laughs> so jolly. Even though it wasn't his voice actor, obviously. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just Did so a good job, though. fun hanging out with Guillermo in a video game. Yeah. I was, <laughs> that was a he treat. Was like, he was like your Otacon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was bummed, though, that, again, trailer woes. That that entire segment of Dude, him with the baby was a full trailer. Yeah. All yeah. the beginning. I was like, I've already seen stuff, this. Yeah. This is seventy percent of the way into yeah. this game. Why have I seen all of this mm-hmm. already? I, I think when it came to trailers, Death Stranding was hard because obviously the same thing happened with Metal Gear Solid Five. But the the rationalization that I had was like, oh well, they just didn't have enough story for MGS Five. Right. So what are they yeah. going to show? Yeah. So I think that like gave me some extra security in my brain where it's like it's okay to watch this trailer. Like maybe don't watch the like. 55 minutes of gameplay. Right. Oh, watch which I certainly didn't watch make. the trailer. No, don't never. 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 Watch one Kojima trailer. Watch the my first list. one. First Kojima, the Kojima first trailer one? and yeah. that is Cause, it. Cuz the first <laughs> one is just the concept. They haven't actually yeah. done anything to spoil yeah. yet. The, also like the timey-wimeyness of the five people in the the sky mm-hmm. being your friends from the end of the game. Yeah. Like I don't fully see an explanation for that in the narrative because they show up at the very beginning when Fragile and you were in that cave. I don't get why the they show up earlier. At the end, I was like, oh, they're trying to call you back. But like, Which was yeah, cool. They're earlier. They're all, yeah. like, they're, they're, they're in the sky I at the beginning of the game. I thought it was referencing the extinction entities and the fact that there were five previous ones. Ah. That too. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. But like, that's... But like very clearly at the end, maybe maybe in the beginning they were the entities and then at the end it's it your was... friends. That's because possible. It, it seemed to... They're all extinction entities. The, the, imagery, oh, wow. the imagery and the way that they talked yeah, about the extinction yeah. seemed to line up perfectly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I feel like anything I say about this story, it's like I'm, there's that might be wrong. Maybe. Never know with Kojima. That, yeah. that is how I interpreted it. Yo, is that they e. were related to the extinction. And I was Emmerich reference. Yeah. E. <laughs> Emmerich, dude. I was I was very pleasantly surprised at how much the narrative mm. actually came together though mm. at the end. Like, I mean, pretty much everything was explained. Made yeah. sense, you know. I could follow it more or less. You know, it was, yeah, it was pretty cool. I was um, following it, but I always felt one or two steps behind, which I'm fine with. Well, <laughs> to me, I just felt emotionally one or two steps. Like there was the scene. Yes, the scene that reaches out to me was when you're like slow mo running along the beach with Amelie, <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't care about this person. Like I don't care about Amelie at all. And I don't, yeah. I don't believe that Sam does either. Like, and for a second, I was like, okay, is she his he's wife? Like and then it's like, no, he he's not. About right. Her a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. but like he didn't really know her. Right. Even and Bridget though, like, she was your. Her, yeah, Bridget was, was like your mom, kinda. It, it, yeah, is it because she gave him back life? I, have a baby, made some kind of like. Yeah. Well, that's what made him. A, that's what made him a repatriate, which yeah. is a little weird because the way Amelie talked about it, it was like. I made you a repatriate and screwed up reality, but then like there's reference to other people being repatriates as well. So I'm like, okay, well, how did they become repatriates? Is Amelie just making other repatriates? Like, what's going on? Multiverse, bro. Yeah. Where's Vati <laughs> Vidya's got to do it? Dead man who first one said like there are multiple. Re- like you made it sound like in his explanation said, that there's yeah. like you're well, because Higgs is one, I guess yeah. probably. Yeah. And like Higgs. there are a few others like, and they talk about it casually where it's like this mission requires a repatriate. And it's like, okay, well, then you must not be the only one. But then later in chapter whatever, Amelie's like, I, re-brought, I brought me back from life. It's like, okay. Uh, except when they go to, like, the deepest inception level. And they're like, yeah. if you die here, it's yeah, game right, over. Right, it's game <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm like, damn it, Higgs. But, I mean, maybe it's just anyone who dies and comes yeah. back as a repatriate. Like, like if, you, if you have a heart attack and then come back. But then, like, Hartman isn't. He even I, says, I'm not a repatriate, and that's why I need to resuscitate myself. So it's like, well, what the hell's going on? We need the email that explains the history yeah. of repatriates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's in there. I the repatriates. Read, I burned out the on re-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-
walking across Igor's ladder and yeah, yeah, yeah. You do yeah. it at the end again. Yes, yeah. Jeez. Oh wait, maybe this was another little plot hole thing that I was worried, oh. wondering about is. How can you communicate with Hartman and Mama with such visual fidelity before they're connected to the chiral network? Because, like, other people look all, like, scattered and crappy, and then you connect them to the chiral network. And someone makes an offhand mention of, like, we're using the old wired system, so maybe they're just just on the old wired system. Hartman's lab was so legit. Yeah, yeah. some sick house. It was really cool that, and I love how they presented this, when he's... On the other side, and you're just like in his. He loved that. Yeah, that was great. You just have to look at stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> fun. <laughs> a little bit of a and bummer. His spa upstairs, the hot tub. Yeah, thing. that was great. Oh, yeah. A little bit of a bummer in this game for me was I felt that it. We talked about this kind of in, in frame trapping game, but like I felt it discouraged exploration because, and that's part of why I probably didn't find this musician and stuff because I found the roboticist, the geologist, Hartman's lab before I had anything, Luden's fan before I had anything to bring to them, mm. and they're just a shut door. And it's like Hartman knows my character. Like at the very yeah. least, there should have been a cutscene where he's like, "Sam, what are you doing here?" Sure. Like, you know, like at the very least. But yeah, like, we. I think we also talked about this too yeah. uh, before. At I mean, some maybe point. he was dead at the time. Yeah, like, like I felt like, the same way. I was like, I just got like, tired of trying to like go out in a random direction to find something yeah. unless I could see I had a delivery for them. Right. And like because yeah, I learned. I went to what was it, Mama's place first, and hi, I'm here, and no one answers. I'm yeah. like, okay, this is a little weird. So Which I is, guess I can. Oh, and uh, then it was the Keeley. I didn't get. I knew. I found this thing. I didn't. I didn't find an. I didn't realize you had to find an item to deliver. To open, it wasn't yeah. like in a mission. I learned later you can just pick up something and that's intended yeah, and so that will start it. It was a little yeah. confusing, so I didn't lock Keeley to like almost the end of the game. Well, I, I was. I, I, I was do the same thing. I didn't see Keeley because I, I. I sort of agree with what both of you are saying. It was a little bit confused. The way that the game was presenting itself to me, I was like, oh, okay, cool. There's optional stuff and optional people to meet, but like. You will find out about them through terminals. Like I kind yeah. of, like mm-hmm. I kind of got into this like main quest optional quest mentality. Yeah, yeah. And mm. so when you were like, "Oh, I think it was talking to you about Keeley," we were like, "Oh, you just have to go and deliver this thing to him." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, okay, I didn't well, realize that." Or I didn't. I guess I just wasn't as clear on you can stumble upon things as well as I would have liked. And obviously, like I think part of that is the responsibility of the player, but I felt like I was just kind of being conditioned in a different way. Maybe if there was more like rare packages like that, sure. Then you would have been like be on the like the lookout more, I right. guess. Mm-hmm. I was when I was first playing, I had a package for I went to Luden's fan, didn't open, and because of the trailer or whatever at E3 or at Game Awards, I knew okay, this is Keeley probably because <laughs> it says fan and it's just so weird. But like I, and then I found something for Luden's fan, but then I lost it. And I was like, oh, no, now I can never unlock Keeley? You know, and then luckily I found another mm-hmm. package yeah. and understood how the game worked. But it is weird because, to me, it feels like it's not a, even an open world game. It's like it's a, linear, it's a linear sandbox with wide maps that are is more of just like a little spider web where you only go on yeah. certain paths kind of. Yeah. I learned that lesson the hard way when I – tried to go over, like, the first mountain to because the map, like, it was, like, it showed you the outline, and it was just, like, the black areas, I would get to fill it in, I like, the northeast of the eastern coast. Sure. I was, like, I, I should be able to go up here. Look how much empty space. And I was, yeah. like, trying to go over the mountain, and it, 
Skyrim style. It's like, eh, eh, nope, invisible wall. Like, yeah. go back down. I'm like trying to cheese it. Oh, let me go around the coast. Coast, like, infinite, like, red water, which is the one, like, it'll make yeah. you paddle. And then, like, it removed my paddling controls and just sent me right back to the edge. I'm like, oh, really? I was like, why is this all over here? It's open and stuff. Like, uh, which at least that feels a little more contextualized in the world. The, the, the hard capital I, capital W, invisible wall. Was a bit much, especially yeah, by that waterfall there's the one in, the in the middle, middle of the map. Too. There is a path from like behind Keeley, the Ludens fan area, to the incinerator. There is yeah. that one path, but like those those mountain ranges at the very beginning, not the northernmost, but the middle ones. Like you can't go over them on that Weird. one. You have to go through that passage, and it's like unless they're low enough towards like the east coast, where like the BT areas and the marshlands right there. It was just. There were times where I liked it. It was like you can get a little bit creative. You can try and go around stuff. But there were clearly times they were trying to like bottleneck you. You need to experience this thing. There's a BT encounter here. You've got to go yeah. this way. You've got to see it. And it's like, ah, okay. But it was frustrating. Like there was one part where uh, it was by Mountain Knot. It was when I was going to the photographer, I think. There mm. was a thing where the time fall just wasn't going to stop. And it was I was trying to use the weather report, and I waited in a time shelter someone built like six times. Yeah, that and happened like, to me. Very <laughs> yeah, and then a bunch of my stuff started time, like ladders and stuff around the world. It was like, oh, some of your stuff is going to break, like early game stuff. It was like, your ladder broke. And I was like, okay. I could like feel my own progress coming back at me as all the time fall of the early part of the game was going away. And I, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess this is like a I have to fight a thing moment because mm. the rain's not stopping. Yeah. Stuff like that, you know, sometimes really bothers yeah, it, me. It, but it fights against the other thing the game is trying to do a little right. bit. Right. Where it's like, why'd you even give me weather? Because the only times I tried to look at the weather were times where the game was like, the rain's uh, not going to stop. We we talked about Conan, we talked about Keeley. I didn't see him, but did you know Sam Lake? The only one I didn't find was Sam Lake. I didn't find him either. Where hidden. is he? Deeply hidden. Did you find because him? Because I That's all. Because uh, I really Combed the first two areas. I got like six or seven stars, like in the early areas. I five starred those things, and then by the time he's probably in the last area, because by the time I got there, I was like, "All right, let's go mainline, mainline, mainline." Gives you, I know, a dimensional rift, a portal gun. So bummed I missed that. Uh, Max Payne's jacket or something. Yeah, <laughs> because you have a shotgun, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the Max Payne one face. Yeah, <laughs> low poly. It's like floating downstream. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, well, yeah. My favorite part of this game, they did it, again, they did it a couple times. They should have at least just done this the one time was the Guillermo head on the baby. Oh, yeah, they did that a lot. <laughs> oh, my God, that moment, the first time it happened, was the best. The part when the, I don't know if you guys saw it, but if you soothed BB every time, there's one part where she, uh, like smashes her head against the glass and then like busts through it and and Sam is like ah like, oh that yeah, was really that cool like four yeah. times yeah. Oh, really? yeah. that yeah. one yeah I, went, I did it every time and it just all, I was like all right this is yeah. repeating. It's it's just repeating I went to the mirror and there was one random time where like Higgs just popped up like, oh right? I didn't see yeah. that it's oh. a good one it's funny when he like winks yeah. and uh I found I don't know how you get this I don't know how but I found uh. I was in dire straits and I, I used somebody else's long range motorcycle and it was, it was, it had ride with Norman Reedus on AMC decals on it. Yeah. And so I was riding, I was driving on it and then Norman Reedus had a voice line where he's like, 
man, this is quite a ride. <laughs> no, no, no. He said, he said, he said, he's like, man, this is a good motorcycle. It, it should be on ride with Norman Reedus, is what he said. It should be on ride with that Norman Reedus. That is amazing. It's hilarious. I want Deacon's bike in it. Yeah. Oh, um, Sony Bend put out a really good tweet, uh, some art with Deacon and Sam Porter Bridges both oh, on motorcycles yeah. riding. Uh, like, hey, congratulations, uh, Kojima. <laughs> That's awesome. That, I love stuff Make like it happen, that. dude. It's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah, any other thoughts on Death Stranding now that we can spoil everything? It is weird that, like... De- just waiting for Death Stranding for so long, having it be such an enigma for so long, having it still kind of feel like an enigma. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I really like this game. It has, definitely has flaws, but it was such a crazy experience of me going through this game. It's something I've never done before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, whatever Kojima does, man, I just, like, want him to do whatever he wants to do next. I don't necessarily need something like, you have to do this. I just want him to do whatever he wants. Totally. Yep. Yeah, so, so many flaws, uh, but... I mean, same as all of you have said, you know, just really glad I played this game because in 2019, it is hard to find new creative things. And so many times playing this game, I had the feeling of like, oh, this is just so original. This is just so unique. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can be really reductive about it and be like, oh, well, it's kind of like this, kind of like this. But as a whole, Delta Stranding felt extremely like original and unique. A, a big budget game. Like yes. you had a lot of like yeah, experimentation yeah. in yeah. games, but like as a huge game like this, mm-hmm. it's like awesome. It yeah. sounded like you said Del Stranding. Del Stranding. Del Stranding. Like, Del Talk. I heard Del Talk. Del 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 Kojima games don't always happen very often. Yeah. And I look forward to these types of events. Mm -hmm. And no matter good or... They've never been awful. Right. But they have always been at least good. And I will say that they've always been a pleasure to play through one way or another. And as I said, don't get to do this many times. So it's like always such... I want to say like a gift because I don't want to over like do it, but yeah, like yeah. it's one of those moments where like you don't really get to do this that mm-hmm. often, and like this feel really good Special. that you know I got to do another one because you know in some timeline Kojima you know isn't making games anymore or right. something like that, and yeah, as you said, you just unique, different. It has similar things, but at the end of the day, it was just like nothing was quite like this, and I love playing in just indulging myself in a game like that. Because they just don't come very often. Yeah. Before you give your final thoughts, because I'm always about sequels and franchises. Like, I well, give me more. Give me more Marvel movies. Give me more Resident Evils. Because, like, it's easy to think about and and, piece comp- and piece it together yeah. what a sequel would look like. Um, but for a brand new IP, yeah. that's... You know what do you what do you imagine? <laughs> I, want, I want new IPs. Everything <laughs> yeah. Kojima production I mean, does, I want it to be a new IP. I think a lot of the reason why these f- franchises get to the point that they are is because they felt so fresh and groundbreaking. Like thinking about Metal Gear Solid, like me- what Metal Gear Solid One was, and then the Wild Ride was Metal Gear Solid Two, and then the Wild Ride was Metal Gear Solid Three. Like the reason why they built up such a legacy is because they felt bold. And I think that's kind of what is happening with Resident Evil right now. We're like, Resident Evil 7 is a really exciting game. Resident Evil 2 Remake is a really exciting way to do a remake. And so I think that is what is more important to me, I guess, rather than just like, yeah, you know what it is. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, you don't want to fall into that feeling too quickly. 
And it's funny, too, like, with a Kojima game, you expect the story to be weird and crazy and out there and wild, but, like, it's funny to now have played Death Stranding where I feel like the thing that is more shocking to me is that there's a game where this is what you do, like, is the weirder thing Mm -hmm. than, like, the Kojima story, kind of, you know? Like, the fact that if if you're really, if you're really un, uh, like, un, uh, you know, not politely b- boiling this game down to what what you do. It's like one thing. You just deliver packages, and like that's pretty much it. Uh, but it somehow is still kind of fun, and the vibes are really cool. And like I think it didn't succeed at everything, but I think on the whole, it's a success just because it exists. And like I'm grateful mm-hmm. <laughs> for it. Um, but yeah, what do you all think? Uh, I'm sure. I don't know. Is the internet tearing itself apart about this game, or is everyone kind of just been like, yeah, it's pretty cool? Pretty brutal. Pretty I mean, brutal. Has it? Yeah, pretty brutal. Because everyone There's again hot takes like, everywhere because yeah. it just yeah. came out. Everyone yeah, most, needs give this some game time to be to yeah. yeah a binary. At, yeah. This, like, at this moment, it's it's boiling. Yeah, <laughs> I've <laughs> seen sure, I've like, seen like, praise whatever. and criticism. Yeah, which you know is <laughs> yeah. deserving. Man, we're we're like boiling over because we're. We <laughs> We had the Blizzard thing, and then Death Stranding came out, and now we got this Pokemon controversy that we're riding What's the, the Pokemon controversy now? Oh, no, don't ask. Po- yeah. Don't ask. Yeah. Oh, don't ask. But yeah, boiling is a good descriptor for boiling. it. Boiling? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, I think <laughs> we're filming this on Tuesday. I think we're going to put it up on Friday. You're seeing this on a Friday uh, or later. So who knows where this will be in the zeitgeist three days from now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I ain't mad. The question mad. is, where is this game going to be in 10 years? Long forgotten memory, or yeah. still talked about. I think it'll be mentioned, <laughs> nice. probably. You know, but like we'll uh, be on his new. I think tip. it'll be more talked about than some of his other works, like Zone of Enders and stuff like that. Oh yeah. sure, yeah. Kojima's still Kojima, you know. Like he's always gonna the pantheon of Kojima will be, you know. Yeah, wherever he goes, man, it's gonna not be forgotten. it's gonna be wild, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just I wonder if he's gonna make a horror thing. Because PT is the damn scariest thing that's ever happened. I hope he's on that ride show with Norman Reedus. Oh my that's god! That's what I really hope. Yeah, yeah we need that episode. <laughs> that's we do you imagine Kojima just on the back of a motorcycle, holding his we arms around Norman Reedus? Thumbs up, dude. Where he's just like, yeah. <laughs> we need AMC, this. make yeah. it happen. I'd never heard of that show until it was in this game, with all this hilarious, dude, me too. Until hilarious you, great product marketing. Until yeah. you took a dump. Yeah, it aired yeah. after like Walking Dead, so I knew about it. Oh, like, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, the product placement in this, I didn't think it was like, it didn't make me mad. It made me laugh. Like, I was like, yeah, it's clearly kind of played for a joke, I think. Yeah. But anyway, whatever. Death Stranding, what a bizarre, funny little game. Uh, thank you all for talking about it. I'm glad we finally get to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, review copy provided by PlayStation. Bye. Spoiler mode, spoiler mode, final warning, spoiler mode, activated.